Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Thank you so much for being here today for Talking Travel with Wendy. I am with Isabelle Lachoff, and she is with Wine Tasting Demystified. And she's all the way from France. I'm so excited to have her. I've just completed my first Coursera course with Wine Tasting from UC Davis, and I was connected with her because she has a wonderful wine tasting grid that you can purchase from her website. But we're going to we're going to talk about how um, you, your, your childhood and, and your journey. So please introduce yourself. Hey, Wendy. Thank you very much for having me on your show. I really appreciate to, you know, for the connection and have the, the pleasure to, uh, to talk to you and to, uh, to your audience. Well, I'm, like my accent says, I'm from France and I cannot hide it. And I've been living in North America for the last 20 some years. So I'm somehow, you know, acclimatized. I think that's the word. But I, you know, I love it. And, you know, one is part of my, maybe DNA, I don't know, it's part of my culture and a lot of chance to, to visit wineries, to work in the wine field and to educate people. So um, that has been my life and I really enjoyed it. I, I always love that the viticulture in Europe, it is a part of uh, so many people's, the farm life of Europe in that it really starts at a young age of appreciation of the grape and it's uh, it's not always an easy crop to grow. <laughs> no, it's very difficult indeed. I think uh, many people in the new regions thought that you know growing grapes is very romantic, and, uh, and then you know they try and they realize well it costs a lot of money, a lot of capital investment, and you need to wait a few years before seeing the results of your efforts. So yeah, it's it's very difficult to be a grape grower, to be a winemaker, but it's for our enjoyment. Now, where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, Reims, Reims, okay. Champagne, and uh, my parents were originally from the north of France, but I grew up in, in, in this part of the world and stayed there for, you know, until it was my time to go to college, and I went to Dijon in Burgundy, and I trained in the south of France, in Montpellier, another wine region, okay. the Languedoc, and eventually moved to, to the U.S., yes. Okay. Well, there is a legend, I'm t- I can't remember, but the legend says that when I was six months old, my grandma put a drop of champagne on my lips, and I believe that's why I really enjoy bubbly. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I like grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have Irish descent. When we were teething, my mom would put whiskey on your gums. <laughs> but I, I don't like whiskey. I like wine. <laughs> I absolutely love Dijon. I've I've been there uh, several times. So you were there as a college student. Yes, to start with and ended up finding um, a job at a research institute in Dijon, uh, studying flavors of food and beverages. And that's how I rediscovered my field of interest, which is called sensory evaluation, the evaluation of 
food and beverages through our senses. So using your sense of smell, taste, touch, of course, sight, and also hearing, you know, when you eat some chips, you can hear, you know. <laughs> no, for sure. So Montpelier, what, what grape grows there? I'm unfamiliar with that area. It's more the Sasso, Massa, <laughs> these type of grapes, uh, Grenache, I think, and plants. For a long time, this region was, you know, the proper region of the French wine culture, but they have improved so much, and um, and there are a lot of quality wines in this region. So next time you go back. I, I know. I'm excited. One of my favorite areas to visit is Champagne-Ardennes. And um, that area, I really like the wines from that area as well. I think it might be because I am a farm girl and I, I like the honesty of the wine that I tasted there. I, when I felt like when uh, the wine was paired with the food, you could really tell the hard work <laughs> that went in to that glass of wine. And it was just slightly different from some of the other areas, the uh, Provence and even up north where I'd visited, just the wine flavors. Of course, they're all so dynamic and so different all over the country. You really shouldn't compare. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some of your travels as well, as you traveled probably the globe. Is that right? much yes um you know one of the chance that we have in the the wine industry so you know after my studies i i started to work for wineries became consultant and as a consultant to you know guide people on how to use you know sensory evaluation to guide you know quality control you know new wine development for their consumers i had the chance to travel to south africa chile and the regions of the world and and I have to say my favorite region is South Africa. I've been there six, six times and wonderful. Uh, oh, no. I mean, wonderful people, and great wines, very affordable. Um, but yeah, great, um, great place. Um, where specifically in South Africa were you able to visit? Uh, the region is called Stellenbosch. Uh, okay. So it's uh, in the Cape, Cape Town. Cape oh, Europe. okay. Yeah. And are they mostly white wines? Whites and reds, Chenin Blanc, and uh, you may have heard of Pinotage, that's their uh, signature gray. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, and you said that you currently are in North America. Are you in Canada or um, America? I'm sitting in Atlanta, Georgia right now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I was thinking here you were in France. Look at that, it's the world, the internet world. <laughs> Well, we're only a couple hours away. <laughs> we should we should get together for a glass of wine. <laughs> you would teach me a lot. <laughs> That's so interesting. Because wine is so much about, about part of our culture. You know, when we are kids, we see our parents drinking wine, and you know, often you know, before the age of twenty-one, you can taste wine and and be part of you know the celebrations. When I arrived here, I was shocked i would say to see that people had to take classes to enjoy wine and i was just like what's going on and you know i had to really learn and understand you know the, the differences and realizes and realize that yeah i mean cultures are different you cannot drink alcohol before the age of 21 and and really that was not the culture of drinking 
uh, wine with me. No, I've lived a total of nine years in Europe. And every time I go back, I'm, that is definitely one of the, the biggest cultural differences is I can't even tell you how many wine festivals I've been to where they celebrate the harvest and they also celebrate the planting (laughs) and then kind of stuff in between too, (laughs) you know, uh, that the grape is, is very much celebrated as well as of course, Germany, when I was there was beer, they have beer festivals quite a bit too. But yeah, a totally different relationship with alcohol in America than than there is with Europe. I'm going through reverse culture shock now. <laughs> I think it has changed in the last 20 years. I mean, wine is, is more democratized, I would say. People are enjoying, there are, there are so much, so many brands. I mean, it's very confusing for, for people. And um, But people are you know, more and more people are drinking wines at restaurants or just, you know, has a drink. Yeah, it has changed. We have, uh, we have a restaurant right here in Huntsville that's called The Flight Plan. And they offer uh, a different wine for each course. And the courses are very small. They're kind of like tapas, the, the small meals. You know, they start with the dry and go to the sweet. But you get two ounces of each different wine. And then typically at the end, you decide which one that you like and you have another glass. <laughs> and so you're pretty tipsy by the time you leave. I think that that's a good, that's an, a great idea for a restaurant too, to, to help people with wine appreciation and just to get their feet wet. <laughs> I'm sure you have those in Atlanta too. Yeah, I mean, pretty sure. I've done that, yeah, several in several places in Atlanta and for a reason I don't remember where, <laughs> maybe because I tasted too much at that time. But. <laughs> now, have you also noticed that I feel like the wine culture to the viticulture in America is there's a youth movement. Young people are getting really involved, either whether deciding to be a wine grower or get into the viticulture field. I think it um, the best Example is to look at um, the enrollment in the viticulture and enology uh, classes at UC Davis or, or elsewhere. Um, it's very popular. I used to, part of my career, I was uh, at Brock University in Canada leading their cool climate enology and viticulture. Okay. You know, the kids are passionate uh, to enter the, uh, the field. The wine class, you know, for the other undergraduates, usually it's very popular because people think they just would drink wine and you know get credit for that but yes <laughs> get sauced <laughs> people are changing career i mean you know people are in their you know, mid career and decide to to take to go back to studies and and go into the wine industry yeah. so yeah so uh tell me a little bit about your website and what you have available from your website oh. So as I said, when I arrived in the in North America, you know the culture shock and and seeing people have to go through a lot of classes to start um, enjoying wine. You know, I felt that it was complicated things, and really my website is about demystifying wine tasting and make it more approachable and uh, and less snobbish. You know, in in a sense. Um, you don't need to be a sommelier to really enjoy wine. Uh, and if you're into wine and you want to grow your knowledge and you know, understand the, you know, the difference between the regions and, um, and the, the, the varieties, 
well, there are, you know, you need to have a framework and a simple framework to learn to identify the wine aromas, memorize them, take notes, etc. And that's really what I try to teach my uh, my audience through the through the website, Wine Tasting Demystified. And the more I do that, you know, the feedback I have, I'm I'm thinking of developing an, an online uh, course. I always taught wine tasting, you know, in a classroom with with people, and uh, I'm just wondering how I will adapt that in a, in an online format. But these days, you know, this is what happen what happens, and yeah. to you know change up sceneries and then have something enjoyable to to do at home. So um, it's coming. I'm working on it, and I uh, excellent be available in in January. So. Uh, People can, you know, have an audience through my newsletter. I share, you know, what I learned about um, wine aromas and tastings. I'm following the most recent research and share, you know, the, you know, the few tips and insights that uh, can help people, you know, become better wine tasters uh, without, you know, having to learn the Flourish language. And uh, yeah. just say, well, I like it because. <laughs> My little winery store, liquor store, he's very happy that I've been taking the class. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been helping with his uh, COVID sales. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a very a hard final. I didn't expect it to be as hard as it was, but it was a college class. So there you go. <laughs> I did learn an awful lot. And uh, I do hope that when I return to Europe, I'll be able to appreciate a little bit more and I look forward to your class it helped me le- realize I still want to learn more there's still more to learn so and you know you know it starts and then you can learn by yourself or just by talking to the winemakers or the, the great yeah. board you learn enough right that. for one I had no idea about the noble rot I've been to probably over a dozen wine tours and I've heard the vintners say this that especially when we were in the German Moselle region and I didn't understand what they were talking about. I just thought, why would anyone want rot on their, on their grapes? <laughs> but now I know what that means. And you'll have to take her class if you want to know what that means. <laughs> okay. So you also have other resources on your website though. You have the wine tasting grids that people can kind of get their feet wet before the class, right? Well, we, we have the wine aroma wheel that uh, Dr. Ann Noble from uh, UC Davis created in the 1980s. And uh, really her goal was to help people articulate their perception. And, you know, this tool is very, it's a great tool when you start uh, wine tasting, just to help you figure out, you know, is it more fruity or, you know, floral or it's more smoky or spicy. And then it helps you through the framework, you know, is it more fruity, fruit, fruity, citrus, or more berry? And then it suggests some some aromas. It's not exhaustive, but just to help you through there. With the vocabulary, it really helps uh, yeah. with the vocabulary. So I, um, and also helping me define uh, one of the wines I tasted at the end was a Riesling, and um, and petrol was one of the scents. But had I not been suggested that, I probably wouldn't have thought that that's what I was smelling. Yeah. Um, um, so, so that your audience know, I mean, we don't put petrol in recently. No, right, right. <laughs> 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 
there's no wine with oil in it, just to let you listeners out there know. It's your aroma of recently. It's just an aroma. <laughs> and it doesn't make the wine taste bad. <laughs> it actually makes the food taste really good. So, <laughs> well, my main project is is really about building this online community and uh, and being available to people to help them through their journey. So we will start by uh, an online class, and then um, you know, with the participants, I would like to be available to them, you know, through one-on-one coaching or. You know, for people taking the classes like WSET or, you know, so many classes, it's, it's overwhelming. You have to learn all, the, all these things about wine, grape growing and climate impacts, etc. And you have to recognize those aromas that are specific to these different influences. But nobody really teach people on how to taste. They tell you, well, this is what a Riesling tastes <laughs> and this is what a Chardonnay tastes. I really want people to, you know, to feel empowered to trust their senses and uh, and help them really analyze what they perceive, put some you know label on them, and uh, and and learn through through their experience. And uh, it's not that complicated. You just need to to be guided along the way. And I really want to to do that. I think that's my mission to demystify. Excellent. Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> So people can find you on social media, on Facebook, Instagram. Are you are you're on Facebook? Yeah, so we have a, a private uh, community uh, group on uh, on Facebook. Okay. And testing demystified, if you want to. to okay. To, uh, please join us. And uh, my handle on uh, Instagram is the same thing. Wine testing demystified. Okay. So, uh, free to contact me and follow me and um, be in touch. And the website is wine tasting in one word dash demystify.com. Okay, excellent. Okay. So thank you very much for the opportunity, Wendy. I think yeah. it's uh, you know wine tasting, wine and travel is just uh, you know uh, very complimentary because when you travel somewhere, the hospitality of people is usually tremendous, and it ends around the table. It <laughs> does. It does. I love that you just said around your table. That's wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with me today and uh, being a part of Talking Travel with Wendy. And I look forward to catching up in the future after your class comes out and reconnecting. And thank you so much. I have much more content on my website, travelwithwendy.net. And you can also support this channel by becoming a Patreon patron. The links are below. Remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy.